Welcome, friends and fellow horse fiends. You've landed on Come Ride With Me, a podcast dedicated to helping you find harmony, joy, and success in your riding. I'm your host, Anna Fox of Equus Enlightened. This pod isn't about training your horse, but about training you to be the best partner for your horse. Listen to find out how I use my intention to direct my ride. You'll hear how I decide what to focus on, what to say yes to, and when to redirect my horse. You'll see how not getting frustrated or overwhelmed is the easiest path to sanity and harmony. So what are you waiting for? Come ride with me. Hey, horse fiends. This week, I thought I would bring you on a lesson with me that I took from the wonderful visitors by Newman Cosell. We are with Namaste, and he has a little bit of anxiety about going to new places, especially indoor arenas, and this particular lesson happens in an indoor arena. So our focus really getting him out is to allow him to be confident and comfortable in situations. And this was my first time ever riding with Felicitas and she was absolutely brilliant with that. And so I wanted to let you guys hear from a person who competes at a high level in dressage and is also pro horse. She really does a fabulous job in just allowing him to work through some of his anxieties and just letting him be more comfortable rather than us going into, you know, a big lesson on how to do half paths and sign changes and things like that, which this horse is totally capable of. But in this moment, it's not what we need to work on with him. Wait, just wait. I wouldn't even wait a little longer because he's, he needs to just, just, if he backs up, he backs up. Just stay right there. But uh, I would not, I would just quietly keep him looking at it because so now he changed his subject. You know, I said, I'm not, so you just stay right there and let him look at it. Just, just don't, you don't even try to push him. Just stay right there. Good, wait. Take a breath. But you look at it. Good job. Take your time. I, I wouldn't even pet him so much because then your hand gets off the, Rain, but also you have to be mindful of what you correct because if you pet him when he backs up, that's it's not that it's a big deal, but that's not the moment you would. If I would pet him, is when he takes a step forward and just wait. If he could just wait, that's his anxiety that you're telling me right there. It's one thing that he's afraid of it, but it is it, it, it won't keep his feet still to just look at it. It's very encouraging for me to have be able to have. A lesson with somebody who competes at a high level and is still cognizant of how the horse feels and how the horse is interpreting the situation. Obviously, that's what got him in trouble, huh? Yes. Good job. Okay. Good. And you can hear by breathing how it concerns him. Just stay in the dark for now. And now just on that, you know, we can make it a little bigger circle. And just really quietly think about making circle right, circle left, and 
a tiny little bit of giving, let the reins a little longer. Good. Good. Turn a little. Good job. Take your time. Good. And think about your upper body is in the same way turning as if you were on the snowboard. Good. And let the reins just a little longer. Give them room. Good. And now stay on a 20 meter circle to the right, is easier side, and stand up for a second. Good. And slowly come back down. Good. And stand up again. Good. And slowly come back down. And when you stand up, keep the back of your armpits closed, which is tricky to keep the connection a little. Stand up again. Again. What is he telling you when you stand up? He's relaxing and his neck comes down. So you have to feel that you're in a stance and not in a sit. So I feel I push on, down on my stirrup so much that I, I uh, absorb some of my weight through my leg. Good. Without pushing the legs forward. Just the ball of the foot, that second toe. Good. And can you stand up? Good job. Oh, easy. Mindful that when you come down, you don't come backwards. You know, you come straight over, your hips stay straight over your toes. Very nice. Armpits, back of the armpits engaged. So the hands stay forward and stable. The elbow has a little give. That's beautiful. So you can go to your hands. Good job. The legs are under you and long. You feel like you could stand up anytime. Could you stand up? There you go. Good. Ah, that's getting better until you float over him. Good job. I mean, I sit as light as I can, but it's, it's just because I'm over my feet that I sit light. Very good. Stabilize the back of the armpits closed. That gets your elbows by your side and the hands more stable. The fingers feel, but the hands stay stable. Very good. And now whenever you're ready, you go into rising trot and you think in your mind that every stride you go to where the next stride's gonna be. Good, hands stay forward. Good, all right. When you feel on the down, feel where your toes are. You can't feel like you're landing way behind your toes. Back of the armpits closed. Nice, Anna. Good job, and now can you stand three times? Good job, and back to rising. So when you stand, can you absorb the shock? Feel like you're pushing forward out of your arms. Very good. And right back to rising. There you go. Good job. And stand again. Up, up, up. And back to rising. Good. Yeah, beautiful. And so when I'm standing, my standing in the joints is the quality, like I'm on a trampoline or and you're on a snowboard on a bumpy uh, slope. So everything working, hands stay forward, and stand, stand, stand again, three times, up, 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 and back to rising, great, great, you're too slow when you come back down, so you have to really feel how, yeah, how much those joints have to work, good job. Well, your core has stability, back of the armpits closed will get your elbows in control, good job, and your veins could probably be a tiny little bit shorter because you're getting your hands more and more forward, which is great. Your ribs are more forward. Your ribs have to be over your second toes. Your seat have to be over your second toe. Good job. There you go. The legs come down. The knees come down. The heels come down. Good. The hands stay stable. Very good. That's a nicer flow. 
And now you change rain through the circle. Good. And all of it goes through your body. You gotta turn and rotate. Take your time. Good. Good job. Good. Hands stay forward. Not armpits. Good. <laughs> and stand. Good. Can you stand three times? Good. Doesn't matter. Do it again. Stand three times. Good. And then you go back to rising. Good. And now think about your armpits and say, can I stabilize? I see what you, I understand you. Now you walk for a second. Good. Take your time. Walk for a second. Good. Good. Take your time. Walk for a second. Hold. Good. And now you make a smaller circle out of your seat. Turn and rotate and gently push them out with your inside leg. Good job. Take your time. Gently push them out with your inside leg. Good. And make a circle a little bigger. So, good. And then push them out with your inside leg. Good. So you turn a little, you push them out. You turn a little and you push them out. Like you're trying to almost Right, a leg yield feeling on that circle into the stable armpits close from the back. Good. Turn and rotate. Good. So when you're going to the left, what's going to be super important that your outside leg out of the hip stays a little bit back. See if we can get him a little smoother around the turn off your body and then most likely we'll get him softer in the contact as well. Good. Making sure the rings don't get too short, that gets tricky. Outside leg back out of that, yeah, there. And your inside leg pushes him over there, gently, in the rhythm. Good. Your ribs turn. Good. Give him a little more room in the neck. Good. And now with that outside leg back, can you stand up? There you go. Thank you. And come back down. So that leg stays long. When you come down, you have to have the same feeling that you have when you're standing up. That's nicer. So you get lighter and lighter. Very good. Your hands stay over the withers as much as they can. Mm -hmm. Good. I know it's challenging on him. And, it, you know, the closing the back of the armpit helps you to stabilize that upper arm. And to me, there it feels like that there is a neurological connection between the back of my armpit and the bottom of my hand, meaning the, the ring finger and the the little finger, because that's where I have to feel the horse. The fingers have to be closed, they have to be stable. Good, the thumbs come up a little, that's the inward rotation, or I should say the outward rotation of the arm, that helps to bring the, the shoulder blade, yeah. There you go, and you stand. Good, and you keep the connection in the arm, good. And the outside leg stays back, and now you go back to trot and see if we can keep that weight. Good. A little more inside leg. It's the outside thigh that's back. And your inner left turn. Your ribs turn, rotate, hands fold. Good job. There you go. Good job. The hand staying forward goes a long way to taking your upper body with you. If you think about your upper arm taking your rib cage with you, it's easier to go to the next drive. Good. There you go. You go. Yeah, you go to the next drive. That is super. And fingers gently closed and stable. 
Good. There you go. Your arms over the withers, your fingers or your fingers over the withers tell you if your upper body is in the right position. Good job. There, your frame stays one unit, the upper arm. Good job. Very good. Good. And particularly you gotta think on the uppers where you can think excess that outside hip flexor and that outside leg and the armpits closed in the back. So that brings your upper arm turning outward and your elbows in. Nice. Good job. There you go. Thanks. Well done. Well done. Very good. Very good, Anna. Hands there with the withers. They have that sense that they're pushing forward. And little fingers a little closer together so your hands are more upright. There you go. Good job. Mm -hmm. You push off that outside leg, and on the up, you gotta make sure you come up and around so you're landing, you know, in the middle of the saddle. If you were cut in half uh, vertically, your halves need to line up with his halves. There you go. So on the up, you gotta better push off that outside leg so you ah, so your middle comes around. Beautiful. And now you get a little bouncier because he's slowing down. Lighten your hands and see, can you rise a little higher? Can you land lighter? You know, I play with the frequency of my rising. Push off your feet, come. There's your trampoline. Yeah, open the hips and take your body forwards and taking a longer stride. Yeah, beautiful. A floating longer stride. And come, come, turn, rotate, energy with your hips to the stable hands, armpits. Good job, and then you change direction. Very good, Anna, and come, and come. Good. Glad that I don't hear the bell boots anymore. Oh, good job. Okay, good. Scary ground. Oh, I don't understand. I thought horses like God. Good. Little fingers together, second toe. Outside hip open, and coming around on the up. Good job. Good. And stand three times again. Good job. Good. Good. And now whenever you're ready, transition to canter. Good job. Legs stay long. Really good, Anna. Back of the armpits closed. Legs long. Rotate. Outside leg back. Taking the out of the head. Beautiful. And you feel like you can bounce them up. Can you stand? Your hands in position. Can you stand? Good. And then knees back in. So when I stand, I balance them actually. I bring them up and back a little. Good. And then I sit in and I allow the canter. So he's in front of you. Allow. Good. Stand up and balance. Good. So he doesn't fall down. And then sit and allow. You think of balance the canter. Get little fingers together. Armpits. Easy. Good job. You're balancing the stride up. Up in front of your inside seat bone. Good job. Good job. A little bit the image, like he would jump little cavalletti's with his front feet on the up. Or maybe feeling that his withers cannot get lower than his poop on the down. Like down, 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 he cannot go lower than his poop. And like your hand, allow the stride to be big enough. Very nice. And you come back to trot. Very good. Balance. Don't get left behind. Stand. Good. And then back to rising. Good. And back to rising. Good. Turn, rotate. Can you stand three times? Fingers together. The horse is between your little fingers and between your toes. 
There you go and balance again and stay stand. Good. And then you come up. Make sure your hands stay over the withers. That tells you if your upper body is forward enough. But if your upper body comes back, your hands come back. That's the gist of it. Nice. Outside leg back, out of the, the knee takes the stirrup of the back. Good rotation. Really good. And then you can do Nice. Good job. Good job. Nice. Beautifully done. Good job. You think about balancing it upward, but not leaning back. That's the hard part, you know? Good. You can engage your glutes a little so your seat bones are forward, but your upper body can't lever against them. Stand. Good. And ease back in. Good job. Your upper body stays right over your toes. Good job. There you go. And you lighten your hands. Good. So I'm really careful that the horse is not heavy on the down. Yeah, that is nice, because that's when they bury themselves. Good job. Well done. Well done. And then you trot again and be able to stand when you trot. So you've been perfect oh. at the rising. Well done. Reins a tiny little bit shorter. All the balancing game. And then you canter again. Lightest ease, rotation. Easy. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Well done. Making sure you don't, your hands don't come back on the down. That's when the withers get slower than the group. You're riding the up. What? The inside seat bone goes towards the inside shoulder. The outside seat bone goes towards his, his inside shoulder. Very nice. It's okay. Well done. Doesn't matter. And then you try to balance. Upper body does not get left behind. Super. Good job. Good job. Rising because you can. Good, and then you change direction. Good, particularly when he starts to pull down. You know, I stand and bring him back. You can actually bring him back when you stand, like what we did in the canter. You could stand and come to walk. Stand and walk. Good, and sit in and trot. Light as easy, easy. Good job. It takes away that anxiousness. You're just saying, when I'm standing, you don't run away from me. Good. Keep your ribs right. Yeah. Beautiful. One more time. Stand to walk. As he comes back, you lower yourself and, and rise. Good job. And rise. Good. About the sitting track, you can also play, can you sit two times or three times? Sit, 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 back to rising. Sit, 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 back to rising. And then stand, 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 back to rising. Good job. Good. And then sit, 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 and back to rising. I'm going to drive you crazy, but when you own that, <laughs> then you have your balance. Good job. And then sit three times and stand three times. He's not going to run anymore if you have your balance. There. Stand. Sit, 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 stand. Sit, 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 stand. Good boy. His ears are going like he thinks you lost your mind. That's exactly what we wanted to think. Good job. There you go. Now you rise and try to let him stretch. Good. With that balance. Very good. Good boy. Very nice. Good. That light. No place for him to lean on. And then you go forward to walk. Good job. At least the sun ghost is sort of gone. Come on down here and then, you know, you tell me a little what you felt. It becomes like floating. Yeah. You start to give the horse an air ride and you can sit deep but light. 
You know, your upper body has a lever. You can right. you can be so strong with your upper body, and it it affects. It has an incredible effect either way, you know. And I find this feeling when you find your toes and your body over your toe, it's such a feeling of balance. And if you come from a sport like snowboarding, where it's all about balance. It immediately makes sense to your body, but you can also tell how it makes sense to the horse. Yes. And then taking away that sitting in, driving in the downward transitions, like like that standing to a downward transition, well, you've got to keep your core, you've got to be right over your feet, but the horses come back like butter, and then you lower yourself gently and allow to go forward. You know, and I do the same in the canter, like when horses are so used to pulling down on the down, and they get so anxious. I just said, I'm not going to sit back and try to balance you. I'm going to stand up, but I'm going to balance you right here. It's a little bit that feeling like if you were sitting on a chair and you tried to tip up the front feet, you know, that, that engagement. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, work your way into him trusting your seat that you're not going to sit back. You know, because he's waiting. He's going like, uh-uh, is it going to come or not? And so the, that's why I say all the frequent standing, sitting, standing, and then a little sitting and then standing again, that, that all of a sudden he gives his back and he actually lets you drop your hips alternating in the sitting trot, and he carries you. And it's a little feeling that every stride when you sit goes through your helmet so that you still allow that up and down because that's what helps him to swing. You know, and all the heaviest sitting just drives them down, you know. The feet are huge. The feet are huge. And you know, they are it's also for when I have people that are insecure on the horse. When they find their balance and they feel their stirrups and they feel the solidness instead of, you know, when they grip when you grip with the knee then the stirrup goes all over. When they really feel that up and down of the stirrup, it's like you're on the ground. That's like it's gives so much confidence and I always say I have this picture of a horse. He's very exuberant and his flying changes. He literally is like almost rearing up, and he's so high up off the ground. Mm -hmm. And I'm smack over my stirrup. And then I have another horse who put his buck with his rear end up, and I'm still smack over there. But like this is what I feel secure. I mean, not that I can't be bucked off, but but that in general the horse goes underneath of me, and I'm maintaining that alignment and really embracing that rotation and turning because some of our conflict arises sometimes if we don't turn enough through the body and then we're trying to do it with the hand and now we there's a conflicting message okay guys i hope you enjoyed that if you are going to watch the video I am sorry that the lighting was difficult for Pivo to keep up. So the cuts that you saw were just when Pivo lost us and we had to refocus the camera. I love the way that Felicitas talks about rider balance and how that's the key. She makes a lot of references to snowboarding for me because she asked me ahead of time what other sports I did. And I do snowboard, I'm not that great at it. Um, and maybe I know actually from snowboarding that using that rotation in my body is difficult. I tend to get, um, sort of an opposite rotation going sometimes when I'm snowboarding. And so I'm actually interested to see if I can get out on the mountain this winter, if I can start to feel that correlation more. 
But I think that it's really important when I'm teaching, I try to make those same analogies for people so that they can really get it with something else that they do in their in their lives. I will talk to you guys next week. Maybe we will do a discussion about balance since this lesson was heavily focused on that. Thanks for listening. My goal is to demonstrate to riders that we don't have to do something every second of a ride. We don't have to do things a certain way or at a certain time. Just staying present with your horse and gathering non-judgmental information about how they are going is way more beneficial than overthinking and overworking. If you'd like to learn more about what I do at Equus Enlightened, you can find me at equusenlightened.net or on patreon.com slash equusenlightened. You can also find me on social media as equusenlightened. I will put all the links in the show notes. And until next time, happy riding. Oh, before you go, please remember to rate, review, and share this pod so others can find it. I would love constructive criticism, but like my mom used to say, if you don't have anything really nice to say, there's no need to say it. Just ride on, my friends. Have a great week.